Hello, Teaching Plus listeners. I'm Jana Greckel, Associate Professor in Sociology and member of the Festival of Teaching and Learning Steering Committee at the University of Alberta. CTL has reimagined the festival this year in an effort to continue featuring the great teaching happening on campus. This podcast series features instructors teaching ideas and experiences accepted to the 2020 Festival of Teaching and Learning. The Centre for Teaching and Learning website at ctl.ualberta.ca is home to more podcasts and webinars from the 2020 Festival of Teaching and Learning. Hi, Teaching Plus listeners. This is Ellen Watson, Senior Educational Developer with the Center for Teaching and Learning. Thank you for joining us for this episode of our Festival of Teaching and Learning series. And today I am joined by Morgan Wadhams, PhD candidate in the Faculty of Nursing. Hello, everyone. And Dr. Kara Shikmakaroff, Associate Professor in the Faculty of Nursing. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about the teaching strategy that you propose for the 2020 Festival of Teaching and Learning, specifically around teaching assistant development as it related to the blended online learning environments. Very, very timely, um, especially now, even though you couldn't have predicted that. You know, what was the impetus to bringing you to this question and, and what did you look at and what did you come to? Yeah, super great question. Yeah, if only we had had a crystal ball, you know, way <laughs> back when. Well, I think we all would have invested in Zoom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we would have invested in Zoom and probably like duck and cover. But nonetheless, it was back in December 2018. Morgan and I were paired to work together in a PhD online course. And when Morgan and I spoke, I realized like I had never worked with a TA in a solely online environment. So I did what every faculty member does when they have no idea what they're doing, which is you make an appointment with the Center for Teaching and Learning. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear that. <laughs> So I literally did that. That was December 2018. And I said this, like, I am out of my um, wheelhouse and I need some help. So in this appointment at the Center for Teaching and Learning, the person that I was speaking with said, so we don't actually have any resources about working with a TA in a solely online environment, but this would be a great area for future work. So I went back to Morgan. I'm like, so here's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> do we want to take up this call? And we just decided as a, actually as a part of the TA, but also as a part of our experiences, we would not only document it, but study it. So that's how this came about. So what did you do to try and figure this out then? Uh, so we thought what would be most appropriate is because when we looked at a bunch of kind of the evidence that we could find in this area, it was quite diverse and coming from different sources. So we thought we'd use an integrative review approach, which is developed by Whitmore Naffel. And it really just looks at all sources of different kinds of literature and information and evidence from like quantitative, qualitative to opinion pieces to really kind of synthesize a nice starting point for evidence of where we kind of explore this question further. And so what we did is we ended up doing Two, two literature searches in collaboration with our faculty librarians over about a one and a half year period. And so we first did a search in 2019. And then within that search, we found that 
we actually have terms that we did not include because there's so many different ways to refer to like non-traditional kind of teaching modalities that were like, well, we should have probably update this now. So then we did another search in 2020. And so we had about 1600 initial texts included for our review, which isn't awful, but it's still a fair bit to go through. And then after narrowing that down with the exclusion criteria, we included about 42 for a final data analysis. And so like Kara said, it was back in kind of about December 2018. So this project's been going on for about two years now. And thankfully, we now have our paper that's under review. So it's kind of all coming together quite nicely. That's exciting. Under review. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to add that part of the reason we had to do a couple searches is because we were doing this as the field was burgeoning. <laughs> you know, so we started it. It moved ahead at the same time we did, and we had to go back and search again. There were things we didn't even know, obviously, when we started. So the iterative process of doing work in fields that are really flourishing at the time means you're constantly in this kind of like catch-up mode, you know, which I think is true for like a lot of the work that we do. It's just we don't often present it in that way. Yeah, something I would be curious about is in your reading, you know, what were what were some of the recommendations for if you're working with TAs or a teaching team online to make the process effective, efficient? So I guess one with with that, like the big a big uh, recommendation to make them effective or efficient was kind of just the general diversity that we began to found with, that we like we suspected that there's extremely diverse roles and responsibilities however that is even further confirmed as we started to carry out this project and kind of start looking at the reviews findings like for example in our like role we identified about 19 roles in the literature for online blended synchronous learning and as well MOOCs too we looked at and then as well to something about like 166 different TA responsibilities across these three modalities, and then an additional 72 strategies to develop TAs across these. That's a lot. So I don't know if that answered your question at all there. So yeah, I'm sorry. That, you know, <laughs> all right. I can, dig, I can dig from that. Um, I, I think out of the, out of those aspects, something that I'd be most curious about is those 72 strategies. You know, what, what really struck you as a useful or helpful strategy in developing a TA, particularly online. One of the big, just general kind of strategies is that I think we really have to acknowledge this is that, TAs are in general quite apprehensive to be to assist or experience like a non-traditional learning setting. So like we've described online settings, which in our review, we said there's like uh, kind of a teaching modality which uses an online platform or one in which like over 80 percent of the content is delivered online. And then as well, too, we looked at blended synchronous learning, which is um, if I don't know if some people probably be familiar with it, but uh, the simultaneous delivery of like a class lecture to both in-person students and as well remote students via like a distance technologies. And so when TAs have like first sign up for these courses, there is a degree of apprehension because it's away from the traditional in-person classroom discussions that a lot of us were familiar with or as well that we're comfortable in. And so a big takeaway for just strategies to develop TAs is to offer opportunities for them to experience these 
different teaching modalities with a supportive instructor with a supportive instructor as well as like administrator professional development programs and just the ability to experience these different settings leads to a degree of comfort in them as like they no no longer become this like unknown scary context but something that they can have some experiences and is be a bit more comfortable yeah and i'll just add that some of the other strategies for development of tas in these new modalities in which we're teaching is to also recognize that responsibilities do not solely rest with the ta or even the faculty member but that the institution, the organization has a really important role to play. So one of the pragmatic things that we did was we put together checklists for administrators to look at in um, how they can support teams, faculty members, TAs, um, in, the, in the creation and the development of TA skills. Kara, I've got to ask, you know, had you worked with a, a lot of TAs before? Morgan? Well, so I had had the incredible privilege to work with Morgan actually in face-to-face, but I had worked with a handful of other TAs. Primarily, it was in person, Mm. but this was the first time that it was solely online. Mm. So I had some like general ideas, but you know, I thought, well, maybe I should go outside of my own sphere of experience, which was like none, you know. And I think I'm probably really similar to a lot of people. You just kind of make stuff up as you go. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to tell them that. <laughs> we're probably not. We're pro- but I mean, that is, it, it is so true that in most faculties, faculty members have not been trained to teach. They have not been trained to work with staff in pedagogy or TAs. I mean, if, um, and so, so you, while you may know the content, the delivery of the content is a whole nother sphere, let alone if you're bringing other people in, including teaching assistants. And the other thing that really shone out both for Morgan and I in the experience of doing it, but also in the review of the literature, is the importance of recognizing that often TAs are graduate students. They want to learn how to teach. They have their own learning objectives. And so Morgan and I, I did have conversations about like, Morgan, what do you want to get out of this? And how do we tailor it? And I just think it's so important to acknowledge that TAs are not just there to help you do their work. They're there to learn and they want to learn. And many of them will be our future academics and leaders. So it's a really great opportunity. Yeah, I think so. Even in, you know, even if if you're having TAs mark, learning to grade is is a skill, right? And that is something that takes time. So even if they're not in the classroom, you know, teaching and delivering lessons or, or in the virtual classroom, mm-hmm. I do think that those kinds of skills, you're right, Kara, uh, that type of mentorship is put on faculty members and the question of whether or not they're prepared to receive it, that call is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. And Morgan, you mentioned that TAs are often apprehensive going into these courses. <laughs> how did you feel being assigned an online course as a TA? Yeah, how did you feel? I was apprehensive because I really, ju- really enjoy like the the relation. You can have relationships with students 
in an online setting. However, they're different. And I've really enjoyed having those face-to-face interpersonal relationships. So I was apprehensive going into an online setting, but I was quite thankful. And what reduced all my anxiety was that I was able to also do with Kara because I've worked with her before. And she's like, this is another extremely important part for instructors is that to be an excellent mentor as well, not necessarily like I am your subordinate and you're going to do what I'm going to tell you to do, but this is a learning experience. So let me help you grow and we can learn about this together. And so that really helped reduce some of the apprehension I had of going into the online format and also just doing it too for the first time, just getting comfortable with that. I never thought to ask you, Morgan, about whether or not you had information about it. Isn't that interesting? I just thought, well, collectively, we're going to learn this. Clearly, we can figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> but I think that collegiality and that relationship likely was very important to your team, right? Mm-hmm. Looking at from an outsider, I think that you know you've mentioned that it's about creating a space for TAs to learn, and that is part of learning to be part of faculty, right? Being an academic is being collegial with each other. Yeah, one of the things that we also learned from our review was that we read literature where there were up to 800 TAs. In one course? Yeah. Yeah, in a MOOC, yeah. There was, there was the full gamut from imagine what that would look like to working with 800 TAs. These are not 800 students. <laughs> Thousands of students. 800 TAs. That's like a small institution that you're running there. And then all the way to the other end of the spectrum where you might be one-on-one or one-on-two or one-on-three. So obviously there's going to be tailoring that's involved in looking at roles, responsibilities, and strategies for TA development. And I think probably one of the really big takeaways is that both for the TA, for the instructor, and for the institution, there are different requirements for that based on both the modality, but also the size. That was one of the ideas why we came up with, let's create a number of very pragmatic checklists for different people to go through to figure out what are the things we need to consider if we're working with TAs in these different modalities. Two big things that we kind of found both in the literature and in our experiences that were so beneficial when you're approaching online teaching, blended synchronous learning, teaching a new kind of modality is that well before the class begins, if possible, sit down because I know that sometimes you are told a week in the week that this is the course that you're now going to be teaching or something, right? That's the reality. But if you can, well before the class begins, sit down and have a conversation with your TA about the roles, the expectations, the responsibilities that the TA can be taking, as well to let them understand a bit of like what the course content is, what is the course activities, what technologies are you going to be using? And to really just sit down and to also write these down for later so that use something that you can come back to at the course midpoint to say, okay, how are we doing so far with this? Like, are your expectations in line with what I said, what your role and your responsibilities would be? And to just really start that initial check-in and having open communication with your TA from the get-go. Yeah, I would agree with that. As an instructor, initiating as early as you can is going to be really helpful, and particularly in the first couple weeks. I mean, that's such a busy time for every course, let alone if it is a new-ish 
modality to either you or the key, but also the student. You know, even if you're an instructor and you've done it many times and you're working with a TA who has worked in these environments before, we have to remember that, particularly for our international students, because I've been living this the last couple of years now, the different modalities are new to them. So one of the responsibilities of being an instructor is not only creating a really supportive learning environment for a TA or TAs that you're working with, but also those who are in that learning environment. So it's just a really supportive, creative, healthy place to learn. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what I'm gathering from this conversation is that there was literature out there, right? And so you've taken this literature and synthesized it and applied it into something that people could use in their classrooms, mm-hmm. which as, as, as somebody who, um, you know, studies educational research and, and sees the practicality of this, I think that that would be, I'm not surprised that people are knocking on your door saying, can we, can we have these? <laughs> so a, a question that I have now is, you know, what now? What, what do we do with this information, especially looking, say, from the Faculty of Nursing? You have all this stuff. We're obviously moving to more of an online space. What now? We would like to just come back to kind of like just the pragmaticness of those checklists. And that's really the way that we hope this information can be used as well. Like are the future research recommendations, areas for growth, uh, like such as blended synchronous learning, keep like teaching modalities and strategies to develop TAs in these settings. But really coming back to these checklists that it was our hope that these are a valuable tool that instructors, administrators, and TAs can come to to help kind of just facilitate and plan online courses, blended synchronous learning courses, or MOOCs if they've never really done them before with a teaching assistant. Kara, is there anything else for that? Not that I can think of. Yeah, I think from... From my perspective, those checklists will be most beneficial to start those conversations, right? To show <laughs> what the convers what should I have a conversation about? Like Kara said, right? What do I do now? Let's figure this out. Exactly. And so now you have something to figure it out from. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I can see people finding those useful. Um, one question that I had is when you were doing these searches, were they from a nursing specific lens or were they higher education? Specifically With higher your, education. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And did you notice any trends in in certain subject areas? To be honest, mo- the majority of the literature was quite broad and that there wasn't really a specific subject area that stood out mm-hmm. for, for example, like being quite ahead in looking at strategies to develop TAs in an online setting or something like that, or same was all looking at responsibilities of TAs. So there wasn't necessarily a specific con- subject area within it, or even a specific discipline doing this work. Cause there was in like, there were disciplines uh, like computer, like actually you'd think that computer sciences or that would actually maybe have a bit more, perhaps maybe work down in that area but that wasn't really the case because we were even seeing work within like linguistics conducting this work or writing or or i think there was nursing one as well too so it wasn't really discipline specific the reason i asked that question is because sometimes the disciplines see the the development of their tas as very different from other disciplines and there are one or two skills that will be different but um, it's interesting that most of the literature was very broad or you know, you could find pieces across all of the different subject areas. 
On that note, I want to thank Dr. Kara Shikmakarov and Morgan Wadams for joining me today to discuss sporting TAs in online courses, and they have graciously given us permission to share their checklists, and you can find the link to that Google folder in the show description. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Teaching Plus. This Teaching Plus podcast is created by the University of Alberta Centre for Teaching and Learning team. For more information on any of our services, please find us online at ctl.ualberta.ca. Until next time, keep tweaking your teaching.